This is Encounters, a dialogue that brings you multifaceted life stories you don't want to miss. When you see Chinese characters, you read Chinese characters, but what do you see? Do you see the parts of the characters? Do you see the logic? There are thousands of Chinese characters. Nobody knows all the stories. My goal is to find the real story, and I interpret them. I write my stories for three people. One, for Chinese who don't, may not understand American culture very well. Two, for Americans who may not understand Chinese culture very well. And three, for people who will read my stories a hundred years from now. There are grassroots things happening all over. I did my website because I realized that I could never, ever get all of the experts to agree. I don't care what they think. I published it anyway. If they accept it, fine. If they don't, they don't. But yeah, I did my research in this grassroots. Hello and welcome. I'm your host Man Ling. The Chinese language is probably one of the most challenging to learn for native English speakers. To Richard Sears, an American enthusiast for ancient Chinese characters, studying the Chinese language was not just the impulse of youth, but a lifelong pursuit. First establishing a relationship with the language in 1972, Richard later set up his own website on Chinese character etymology. He didn't get much attention at first. Then, in 2011, Richard shot to fame in China when an internet user stumbled across his website and wrote about it on Chinese social media. Amazed by his two decades of effort studying Chinese characters. Local netizens gave him the nickname Uncle Hanzi. Now, Richard's website gets a million-page views a month. I actually looked up my own name、mm-hmm. on your web page,、uh-huh. and then there are shapes of character coming up, and then I didn't recognize at all. Is、mm-hmm. this my name?、Mm-hmm. But how meaningful is this? Well, to me, it's very meaningful. You know, Dian. It's totally meaningless if you don't know, but it can be traced back to lightning.、Mm-hmm. Send in the din. The original character looks like lightning,、mm-hmm. and then it gets. You can see, you know, step by step, how it changes into the modern din. Do you think your method, your questing for the logic of characters, will help you learn the language faster? Because I'm an adult, yes, I need logic. But if you're five years old. And you're Chinese. You learn by practice. You learn、actual. by blind memorization. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's appropriate for an adult, for me, and the way I think. It's semi-appropriate. Most five-year-olds can't understand it, but most fifth graders, most fifth-grade Chinese,、mm-hmm. can understand it if you explain it to them. Do you have proof that your method is helping? Adults, especially foreigners, to learn Chinese writing or reading faster. Well, I have a million people who come to my website a month. Well, I have a million. A million web views. Foreigners, right? Sixty percent are Chinese. So you are actually 
even helping native Chinese people to learn their own language faster. Many of those people already know the language, but they're interested in where in, they in the stories behind and the, the logic behind. behind. Yeah. So for foreigners who use your methods, is to get the logic and get the rules and you know things first, and remember how to and remember it. how to, and then the other way around for Chinese natives yes. who already mastered the language, and then to explore yes further. Do you think these Chinese are Chinese major students? No, because for ordinary people, what's the、uh, use yes, of this? Actually, yes, I think most people who are studying Wenzhou know about my website. But most of the Chinese who come, some people come, they just want to look at their name. They're not really interested in Chinese characters. Many people are—they already write Chinese. They're interested in why we write it like this. So、mm-hmm. they come to my website. And how authoritative is your website? Because when so many scholars, maybe people, students of、um, Wenzhou, like stylistics or literature, they come, they definitely are looking for something authoritative, right?、Mm-hmm. And as an individual,、mm-hmm. labeled as a foreigner、mm-hmm. and not academic, right?、Mm-hmm. You were not trained, and you didn't have any degree, but. Can they every, trust you? They can use your materials to improve. Every their- single character I analyze, I will give you the history of where the characters come from, and I interpret them. Now, if you want, I can have a discussion with any expert. If you want, really, I'm not always right because I've analyzed fifteen thousand characters. No doubt, I analyze some of them wrong, but. If you want to have a discussion about the origin of any character、mm-hmm. with any expert, you welcome them. Yes, I'm open-minded. If you can convince me you're right, I'll change my story. So you are not stubborn, right? No, I'm not stubborn. Okay,、uh, ha- but also listen to my logic and see if you agree with me. Have you ever met such challenges? <clears throat> you know, professors of、yes. really day, every day, and were you every day? Yes. Have you been defeated? There are thousands of Chinese characters. Nobody knows all the stories. My goal is to find the real story. So, if somebody has a better explanation than I do, I'll change my mind. You will change it duly on your website. Yes, and、uh, it may take some time on my、oh, website you, because you <laughs> my website is not easily updatable. Why? Because the database is really complicated, and、uh, I don't have an easy interface. I update it about once a year、oh, with.、Okay. Hundreds of updates at once. Ah, so you accumulate all the information, yes, info you、yeah. collected. I, I have my own recent database that I use every day. Uh huh. That has my latest analysis.、Uh, but back to the discussing with experts. It's not a case of defeated or not. It's a case of looking at the logic for each character,、uh-huh. and if they can convince me their logic is right, I'll change it. So this is the academic spirit, actually.、Uh, yes. Yeah. Whoever is correct or right, we listen to. Whoever、them. has the best evidence. Yes.、Indeed. And I can support all of my views by real evidence. It may or may not be correct, but everything I say is supported by evidence. Have they recognized you as an expert? Or as one of their peers? I mean, I'm a kind of like in a strange place. The first ten years of my website, I had probably thirty PhD students who came and communicated with me. None of their professors came to me. Oh, students, right? Instead of <laughs>、yeah. professors.、Right. But nowadays, I know quite a few professors. 
and my wenxia mm -hmm. is terrible. <laughs> Literature. <laughs> I'm not a wenxia expert. No. <laughs> but I can tell you about wenzixia. In that area, I can tell you about wenzixia. Some professors come to you for references or discussions, right? Oh, uh, they don't come to me. But, but if we come together, we'll have a good <clears throat> discussion. So but then kind some, of, um, some of them are stubborn, too. <laughs> okay. Um, you don't voluntarily look for each other, but you come to a place or overlap at certain you yes, know, point like, or place. Or yeah, something. a conference. Yes. Yeah, I meet people at conferences and places like that. Uh -huh. Were you friendly to each other? Almost always. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Now, I have some, some good pr friends who are academic professors, and uh, we get along mutually pretty well. <laughs> um, do they give credit to your research? Sometimes you, you know, kind of share the results of your research, right? Uh, I think, yeah, I can convince them on many, many characters. In their writings? or in uh, There are professors who have memorized the show and jids, mm -hmm. and they don't think about it. Really? Yes. Okay. And there are professors who think about it. And, mm -hmm. of course, those professors have various opinions. Most of the time, Shouwen Jizu was right. So, um, actually, uh, some professors are good at the range, the wide range of knowledge, something that can come up you know, immediately, but there are things go deeper, right? Yes. Find uh, out the logic. And um, I want to know that uh, you have a lot of um, interests, hobbies, everything, music, sports, so many that I didn't really bother to remember them. <laughs> I'm lazy. But how come Chinese character finally stood out and to remain to be your lifelong sort of hobby, I call it, um, and you made it into an amateur sort of a career person as a scientist type of person in high energy physics it's really complicated and unless you have access to accelerators and stuff it may be very difficult for you to ever think of something new but with just by looking at all the books on jaguan and gudai hansi you can discover things for yourself that nobody ever noticed before. There's one thing that I'm especially interested in. You said you actually study the cognitive psychology in understanding Chinese characters. Yes. So what is it? Cognitive psychology in understanding and illustrating, you know, Chinese characters. When you see Chinese characters, you read Chinese characters, but what do you see? Do you see the parts of the characters? Do you see the logic? Different people, they... I found they understand, even people who study Jaguan, there are Jaguan experts who never ask what the picture is. But they know Jaguan grammar, and they know... Jaguan has grammar. Yes. Really? No, of course, every language has grammar. <laughs> but don't you think grammar is already the logic enough for you to learn a foreign language? Grammar is supposed to be the rules that we go into a foreign language. Like me, you know, when I mm -hmm. pick up English to learn, mm -hmm. I relied so much on grammar. That's the rules that well, I... you see, you know rules that you can't even explain by grammar. Oh, yeah. And you want to explain it. Well, you speak English fluently, uh -huh. but you use rules in grammar that even you don't understand. 
But languages are our tools, right? We don't have time. Life is very short, and Mm, we don't have time to go, you know, exploring, you know, why this character is formed at the very beginning. Only people like you who love such a thing is going to do. But so my question is how significant it is for ordinary people like us to know the origin of our characters and even the origin of the English language. Maybe it is not significant for you. Different people have different needs. But let me ask you, Ran Ti. Ran Ti. You know what it is? I know. Chrome sign, right? Yeah. What does it have to do with Ran and Se? Ran means to dye, a color. Se means color, right? Yeah. What does Ti it... means some object, something, yes. right? Yes. And then put them together. What does it have to do with the chromosome? You tell me. Yeah, the English word for chromosome comes from Greek chromosoma, which means Ran Se Ti. Why Chinese people call it chromosome? Uh, uh, no, no, I mean. Uh, if you look at a cell through the microscope, yeah. you cannot see ransuti. You cannot see the chromosome? No, you have to dye them. Use color? Yeah, only then can you see the chromosome. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Interesting. So when you learn the origin of a word, you learn about history. Stories. Yeah. So it's the stories actually attracted you. Yeah. Each character has a story? Yeah. You don't have so many lifetimes to find out. So I'll find out what I can in my lifetime. <laughs> yes, never too old to learn. Then it comes to, yes, you're finding the logic and uh, the stories behind each Chinese character. Mm-hmm. But what sort of challenges have you met during the whole process of um, trying to do what you are doing, you know, digitizing and computerizing all the ancient Chinese characters and then provide them for free for people to use. It's very time and money consuming, right? Yes. Where did you get the money? This is one thing that doesn't require a lot of money. It requires a computer and a database. And you've been devoting 30 years. That's the lifetime. Time and money. Yes, right? Yes. And then actually you sacrificed your second marriage because of that. Yeah. Is that so? Basically. Basically. Well, to some extent. Yeah. For many years, almost everyone I met thought I was a bit crazy for spending all of my money and all of my time to computerize ancient Chinese. It's kind of strange that every Chinese I met ran into thought I was kind of a little crazy. Uh, Do you consider yourself crazy? Uh it all depends. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, do you have to sacrifice a relationship because of your so-called hobby profession? Well, I wouldn't say sacrifice relationship. It's just that... Well, you're uh, living alone and all by yourself, right? I'm living in China where I can do my hobby. If I was living in Tennessee, I couldn't do my hobby. Yeah, you have to choose, right? Yeah. Between these two. Yeah. But don't you think that people love to be, you know, close or even together with their loved ones? Do you have kids? No. That's a good answer. Yeah. Otherwise, you've been tied up in the household, definitely. Daddy, 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 right? Okay. Money is always in short supply, right? Yeah. But I don't think too much about the future. Do you get donations? Yes. And how much? extremely undependable, sometimes nothing, sometimes 
I have enough that I don't have to worry for a year or two. You went through a very thrift sort of uh, period of time. Yes. In fact, in China, I've been up and down, up and down. Even now, it's up and down and up and down. I don't know what's going to happen next year, but I don't worry too much. Do you think you need a team to do the promotion thing for you? It would be good if I had people who could help me do the research. But you are not attracting enough people to help you. I have one person who helps me. Her name? Lisa. Okay. But before that, you know, because uh, I read the stories about um, you scan every character. Yes. And spent a lady called Anne yes, helped you. Anne. Yes. Eight years, right? Yes. And, and she's you, still in the United States. You yes. paid her? Yes. Out of your own pocket? Yes. All right. That's my hobby. It's an expensive hobby. When I came to China, I looked at Chinese students, and I looked at Chinese people, and I found that most Chinese students, most Chinese people, they don't have their own hobbies. They don't have any interest in life other than making money and getting by. Why? Have you thought about it? Yes. Why most Chinese, especially the young people? Yes. Just getting by? Two reasons. Earning money? Two reasons. Okay. Uh, number one, not too long ago, almost all Chinese were very poor. Yeah. So, so they are hungry for money. Well, they're hungry for food. <laughs> <laughs> no, after food, it's the money, right? Yes, after food, it's the money. <gasps> but not too long ago, most Chinese my age, they went through the Great Famine and the 1970s and 80s, and they were very poor. So it's understandable that they don't have hobbies. They... Spend all their life just trying to feed Survive. themselves. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now things are better in China. Mm-hmm. But we have Gaokao. You're blaming one is the you know scarcity, the other yes, is the yes, Gaokao. Yes, these two things have made a lot of Chinese people boring. You mean? Yes, because every Chinese student spends almost all his time studying for the Gaokao. In America, we go to junior high, high school. We study what we have to. But we also study what we want, and many Americans, not all of them, have their own hobbies and interests. We don't worry about Gaokao. We can get into a college, one way or another. Maybe it's a good college, maybe not. But we don't have to worry that much.、Uh, in China, everyone worries about Gaokao, and so, as a result, most Chinese don't have any hobby of their own. Their parents often teach them to study what the parents want them to study. Another thing, my father, my family, they encouraged me as a child to have my own interests. What you are saying is that you actually set a good example for the Chinese people that you, they need to have a hobby or interest. Yes. yes. And have you been influencing Chinese people in、yeah. your own way? Yes, I think so. And how many followers do you have now on your website? Oh, I think I get a million hits a month, a million、uh, page views a month, a、uh, million page views a month, and sixty、yeah. percent Chinese. Chinese. And、mm-hmm. you have Weibo. I have Weibo. Weibo account. And I have Weixing. Gong Zhenghao Weixing account.、Yes. And you recently appeared on Douyin. Yes, Kaishu Diiko. Kaishu Diiko means for the primary grade、yes. one students, right? I, In I primary told, schools. I told them. You have to have your own interests. You know, if you find your own hobby and interest, it will sustain you for life. 
a lot of students heard that. I don't know how many I influenced. All over the country, because 开学第一课 the first class of、yeah. uh, the semester we call,、mm. and cover a lot of schools and、yeah. almost nationwide. Yeah.、Um, hopefully, many of the little ones could listen to you. Yeah. Okay, so you are still interested in doing the things you're doing.、Yes. Okay, your target users. Who are your target users? Actually, Chinese、uh, anyone? Actually, I, I do everything for three people. I write my stories for three people. I do my website for three people. Only three people. Okay,、yeah. let's see who are they. I write my stories, for instance, for three people. One for Chinese who don't may not understand American culture very well. Two. For Americans who may not understand Chinese culture very well, and three, for people who will read my stories a hundred years from now, in the future, right? Yes, that you are a bridger, a bridge、uh, between you know two cultures now. I seems hope, to I me, I hope to be a bridge between three cultures. Three cultures, the future, huh? The including future. the future, including the future. Okay, thinking about why you're doing things for. Americans who do not understand Chinese culture through ancient Chinese characters. Well,、oh. when I write stories, I can write good stories in English. <laughs> ah, English telling them, you know, my, the Chinese characters are like this, right?、Uh, well, when I write stories, I write stories about my life, but I try to include a Chinese character in it. Yeah. What about Chinese people who do not understand American? Culture that much? Well, my stories, because I'm an American, my stories are based on my American worldview. Okay, so, so it's all blended. It's all blended. When、oh, I, what when, about the future then? If we look back, when I was a child, we had TV. We didn't have the internet,、mm-hmm. and everything we knew about the world came from TV. Well, much of it. But nowadays, we don't even have TV like we had in the fifties. Yeah, and. When I went to Taiwan, it took a month to get a letter back and forth to my parents. Snail mail.、Uh, a month. Even slower. <laughs> yes, and I could not call my parents but once a year because it cost too much. I talked for three minutes on Christmas, and that would be about a week's pay.、Mm, expensive. Yeah,、yes. and、um, you know I couldn't you know no telephone so. Things were different then, but modern people don't understand. So I write stories, thinking,、mm-hmm. what is some person a hundred years from now going to think? Now that you have、uh, included the future readers in your diagram, I call it. I'm thinking about what is your future plan for the Chinese etymology website.、Uh, I'm writing a book. I have analyzed and dissected the top fifteen thousand characters in Chinese. And I have isolated about 960 modern, meaningful graphemic components. You're which, writing a book. Yeah. Which and I, how long it's going to take? Oh,、well, I hope to finish it in the next few months, three, six months. And what about the web page? Can it sustain? I mean, we'll see about that. Have you got successors? I mean, we are all aging, right? Yeah. And、uh, mm-hmm. this is a Big project already. Yeah, big project. Yeah, and then it needs people to take care of it. Have、yeah. you any specific plans that who's going to take over? No. Anybody who takes over my website needs to know a lot about 
programming yeah. and databases. My database is quite complicated. You need to start training people, right? Yeah. But do you can have you, any plans for can that? Can you give me some money for that? <laughs> <laughs> it's about the money thing. Yeah, money is part of it. Ha, have you ever thought about going to some academia or institute or uh, government I, for funding? I don't have a PhD, and I'm a foreigner, and I'm 70. Three things that prohibit me from getting access to almost anything Chinese. This is very sad, wise. right? Yeah. Do you worry about this? No. No? Well, I would like to be able to resolve this problem, but uh, my main thing is to focus on getting my book finished and published in the next few months. Then my book will be here. Then if I die, at least my book will be here. The website is always going to live, right? <laughs> but you need to manage it, right? I need to manage it. I built the website for the first until about two years ago. Uh-huh. Now I have a friend, Di Xing. He's in America. He built my new website, but he's got health problems. So I don't know who's, what's going to happen to it in the future. Yeah. Mm. You need to go to or entrust it to someone. Who knows what they're doing. Yeah. This is really a very demanding job and very, very expensive so, so, hobby. Yeah. Well, so far I've managed, you know, just to do it myself, but... Maybe you can work on getting yourself more famous so that people just, you know, know you, that mm. they would never allow, you know, your cause to stop once, I hope, you know. I hope I can do that. It's difficult to find two kinds of people. Number one, somebody who knows enough about databases and programming to maintain my website. My yeah. website is complicated. Yeah. And secondly, the finding people who know enough about ancient Chinese characters mm-hmm. that they understand the database. Yeah, very difficult. And I have a question. And third money. Third is money. It's always money and talent, right? Talent, talent yeah. is... And willingness. Three things. Yeah, three things. Yeah, yeah people are interested in it. Yeah. Um, how is your research received here in the Chinese mainland? More and more, there, I think I'm being accepted as a knowledgeable person. Knowledgeable person. <laughs> Before, I was just Uncle Hans. Am- amateur, right? <laughs> yeah. You're always regarded as amateur, but knowledgeable. Yeah. Okay. But my, um, da- my database, my analysis of Chinese characters is... Quite professional, actually. Extensive. Like you said, 80% have good origins, right? If we're talking to academic professionals, yeah, 80%, 80% of characters we will agree on. Yeah. And 80, 10% is... 90%. 10% different... Dis- disputable. Different, yeah. Different experts will have different ideas. Disputable, right? Yeah. And then 10% is your own creation. Your own understanding. Probably 5% is my own discoveries. 5% is your own discoveries. And maybe 10 or 15% are, I have chosen who to believe. Uh Uh-huh. And then your book is on that 5%? No. If you analyze every Chinese character's character, like you will find different components. And those components have meaning. You know, if you have du zi de du, you have a yu zi pang. Oh, yeah, but that you yeah, has from Ro. Well, every Chinese character can either be traced back to a pictograph, yes, or it can be broken into pieces. Oh, it's the sound, right? Yeah, but even yeah. the sound is also from pictograph. From pictograph. Yeah. Yes. So I have isolated about nine hundred and sixty components from which you can. And build. you're writing about the components. Yes. Right? Yeah. Oh, so actually, it's going to be a dictionary, something mm-hmm. like that, right? 
it will people be, can trace the components it will, into, be, it will be the modern Shouwen Jiezi. Yeah, I got you. The updated modern Shouwen Jiezi, a, yes. a kind of dictionary. Yeah, but uh, it, it will include Oracle Bone characters. And, mm-hmm. Do you regret about falling in love with Chinese characters? No. Never? No. Because it's your hobby. Yeah. And uh, it's your interest. Yeah. And last thing, it's very important. We talk about the Chinese language. It's originated from pictographs, right? Mm -hmm. But the uh, modern sort of um, cyberspace technology world, people are increasingly using emojis. Yes. Don't you think this is picture to picture? There are many other ways. We have graphs and diagrams. Yes. And we look at, I can't tell you how an engine works. I can't tell you how an automobile engine works. You have to look at a diagram. So we have many forms of communication. Chinese ideographs are just one. Emojis are highly limited. Yeah, they cannot really cover everything. You can't tell a story. But don't you think sometimes I'm thinking about if emoji is going to be included in one of the communication means like part of our languages, mm-hmm. because we we have to use it. Otherwise, you know, only typing the characters may be offensive without a smiling face or whatever, because mm-hmm. you don't you oh, don't yes. have the body language. You don't oh, have yes. the tone. Huh? We have, and, yeah, we have and, another. Yeah, go ahead. Do you think this is a progress of the language or a regress if we are going oh, yes. back? There's another problem. When I write a story, very often they can't tell whether I'm joking or not. So, yes, emoji will probably be part of the future. So that's the progress, instead of uh, going back to the picture thinking. Yeah, I've often written stories where I've been completely misunderstood because they don't see that I'm joking. Are you afraid that one day people are not going to read thick books, which uh, consist of just conceptual, very abstract ideas, but we are picking up something very specific to read? You mean like my book? Like pictures. Like Like like, your book, you know, uh, Oracle Bonds, sort of characters. At least they have shape there, you know. In in 100 years, Chinese will not be writing Chinese. What are we going to write? Pinyin. Are you serious about that? We are going fanatics? Alphabetic, you mean? Yes. In the long run, in the future? Yes. That's your prediction? Yes. As a computer scientist or as an amateur Hanzi expert? 30 years ago, if you came to China, almost no one spoke English. Now, everyone under 30 can has had 12 years of English. English will become the world language. You truly believe in it? It's the only language you can go anywhere in the world and speak. But what about, like, with your help? Because you actually helped people to learn Chinese easier, you know, providing an easier way by using, how do you say? In, in the long run, do you think all those Europeans and Africans are going to learn to read and still write difficult, Chinese? still difficult, right? Yeah. And, um, but I, why are you doing this? Since you've already seen the future... Why are you still doing this and trying so, to help people to illustrate the parts? And So 5,000 years of history won't die. Ah, to keep it alive. Yeah, it will be kept alive in computers. Don't so, you think it should be the responsibility of the professionals instead of you as a foreigner and uh, mm. who is not being supported with enough sort of um, finance uh, fund? 
My view of the future is that they have not had this view of the future. People, professionals, haven't got this view of the future. Yeah, they don't think about. You know, I've I've done a number of these programs, and I ask,、uh, are people going to be watching your program in ten years? And many people say, I never even thought of it. Oh, <laughs> how important! Because in my eyes, if I'm going to label you as a researcher, it's、uh, a grassroots individual, you know, long wolf researcher that you're、mm-hmm. doing all the job on yourself. How important is the grassroots research efforts? There are grassroots things happening all over now that with computers. I did my website because I realized that I could never, ever get all of the experts to agree. For me, it would take a thousand years for all of the experts to agree on whether I could publish something or not. So now we have the internet. I don't care what they think. I published it anyway. If they accept it, fine. If they don't. They don't, but yeah, you know, I did my research in this grassroots, and、uh, other people are doing this in other areas. So it's your perspective, it's your angle, it's、yes. your story, it's、yeah. your logic.、Yeah. It's actually it just represents you, and you、yeah. don't care when you leave this planet Earth. The whole thing will go together with you to heaven.、And、I, I have my website. So that it will at They're least. They're going to stay. It'll stay at least for a while, and my book, <laughs> when it gets published, it will be here too. Uh huh. So, I think about that. And for the time being, because you have a lot of people already started to use or in the process of using your website,、mm-hmm. actually the inference already there. Yeah. And it's in the blood, or、yeah. you know, in people's lives. Yeah. Thank you so much,、uh, Uncle Hanzi. Thanks for inviting me. Now an internet celebrity in China, Richard splits his time between studying Chinese characters, writing on social media about his own global adventure, attending seminars, and giving speeches to students. But he lives a simple and thrifty life. Richard says he doesn't intend to return to the U.S. because he has many friends here in China, and moreover, it is the perfect place for pursuing his dream. The end of our show. I'm Manling. Thank you for joining me. If you liked our program and want to listen to some of our other episodes, be sure to search for Encounters on Apple Podcasts, or visit ChinaPlus.CRI.CN and look for Encounters, where you will find other episodes of the show, along with Manling's journals, which offers writings about our interviews. <laughs> 